Welcome to Building the Future, hosted by Kevin Horick. With millions of listeners a month, Building the Future has quickly become one of the fastest rising programs with a focus on interviewing startups, entrepreneurs, investors, CEOs, and more. The radio and TV show airs in 15 markets across the globe, including Silicon Valley. For full showtimes, past episodes, or to sponsor the show, please visit buildingthefutureshow.com. Welcome back to the show. Today we have Chris Gelanella. He's the group publisher of Modern Luxury Los Angeles, who publishes Angelina and Los Angeles Confidential Magazines. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Kevin. Yeah, I'm really excited to actually have you on the show. I've actually heard about you guys and, and kind of known about Modern Luxury and a bunch of your other magazines for, for a number of years now. So you know, selfishly, I'm fascinated to learn more about your journey and what you guys are doing. But maybe before we get into all that stuff, let's get to know you a little bit better and start off with where you grew up. Sounds good. Sounds good. So um, maybe you can tell by my accent, but I grew up on the East Coast cool. in New Jersey, a town called Livingston, New Jersey. And I think the claim to fame uh, in my town were Jason Alexander from Seinfeld and Chelsea Handler are sort of the two celebrities that grew up in my town. Very cool. Um, spent my, my, you know, baby years, elementary, junior high, high school. Actually heading back next week for my high school reunion. Oh, nice. Years. That's and cool. Then, uh, yeah. So we're getting older, huh, Kevin? Yeah, So sure. it, it happened. <laughs> so up in New Jersey, um, Italian Catholic family. I'm okay. um, one amongst three brothers. Um, my parents are just incredible. They're still married. Uh, they've been, wow. I think they're going on about five years right now. Wow. Still living in the same house. You know, when I go home, I stay in my old bedroom. It's kind of funny. That's got to be kind of uh, cool, yeah, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's, you know, it's interesting. Back east, a lot of people sort of stay put. Gotcha. Um, it seems like now the millennials are all sort of moving around and people come and go, but yeah, my parents and a lot of people I know just kind of stay put, staying in the same homes all those years. Sure. And then, uh, let's see, after high school, I went off to college at University of Wisconsin, okay. in Madison. What'd you take Incredible opportunity. Yeah, you know, it was interesting. I felt like my brother went to University of Michigan, and okay. at the time, Wisconsin was kind of coming on the radar back in the late 80s. And I, I applied, I felt like I wanted something completely different from my college experience. And uh, I landed there with two of my really good friends from high school. And, uh, you know, we loved it. I, I was a political science major, um, got to know, really got to know how the world worked by being at University of Wisconsin, liberal arts college, meeting people from all over the country, sure. from all over the world. Really. So it was a really great opportunity. Then that led me to Washington, D.C., where I interned for uh, my congressman, a local congressman at the time. And uh, learned about politics and legislation and constituent mail and doing all that stuff. Bartended in D.C. And then my parents decided, we're done paying your rent. You got to get a real job. So they, I had to move back home. Got a job in New York City for a company called Pins. And then quickly, about a year later, they had transferred me to Los Angeles. So I worked for Pins in Los Angeles. Interesting. For about six years. 
And then uh, the media company came calling when my wife, who was my fiance at the time, sure. brought a copy of Angelina Magazine home and said, you should call this gentleman whose face is in there and get him to sales. I said, huh, really? So I called that gentleman and his name is Michael Kong. He was the founder of Modern Luxury. And I said, I have absolutely no experience. I'm not going to BS you, but I'm young, hungry, and I'm ready to work. And I want to make a lot of money. So pay me commission only. Let's see what I could do. So how do you say no to that? They brought me on board and, you know, I'm still here 18 years later. Wow. I'm running the show and proud of what I'm doing. So I think I'm probably maybe one of very few 48-year-olds who still has a second job out of college. But anyway, that's sort of my quick background elevator pitch. No, um, interesting. You, Kevin. No, I think that's great. That's I'm always kind of fascinated to know kind of how people got to where they are. And yeah, almost two decades at the same company is almost unheard of nowadays, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's interesting. I'm really a tough guy to when I interview potential candidates okay. for employment. You know, I look at how long they've been somewhere and it really shows loyalty. And, you know, so when I get a resume and they're, you know, this job for six months and that job for four and this job for a year, you have to say, well, wait a minute, where's the loyalty anymore? You know, I get people want to move up and make transitions, but I think it's important to kind of accept the job, kind of stick it out and see where it goes, you know? No, makes a lot of sense. So walk me through your journey at Modern Luxury because you, you've obviously done a ton of stuff in a couple of decades. How have you yeah, made your yeah. career there? Because I think that's super important as well. Yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting. I mean, I was a political science major, English minor, never thought I'd ever get into sort of the publishing um, occupation. But, you know, when I started back in 2000, literally it was about walking up and down the street, dropping off magazines, meeting people, creating relationships. Um, I remember the first issue of Angelino I sold, we had Don Cheadle was on the cover. Okay. And I remember I brought in about 40 to maybe it was $45,000 in revenue in my first issue. And I remember wow. my boss said to me, wow, this is incredible. And I said, well, isn't this what you hired me to do? I didn't think I had an option. So, you know, <laughs> sort of broke up and then, uh, you know, and then, you know, I kind of took the lead as the, the leader in the, in the office and Michael had uh, promoted me to ad director and then associate publisher. And then, you know, a big opportunity came where there was an opening in our Orange County market, which is, you know, south of Los Angeles. Sure. Very exclusive community, a um, lot, lot of money down there, a lot of wealth. So I, you know, took the reins as sort of a leader in this market. It was great to sort of be the big fish in a little pond. And the magazine is called Riviera, which is one of our um, sister magazines. Gotcha. Right now we have about, you know, we're in 24 markets and we've got magazines all over the place. But wow. Riviera was our Orange County. So I learned a lot about business and, and taking care of clients and staff. And then uh, in 2010, I'm sorry, 2014, I got a call to come back to LA because we needed to get LA back on its feet. So I've been back in Los Angeles for about, you know, four years. And it's great to see the change in the city and what people are doing. And, you know, but our, our business model has completely changed. And I can, I, we could talk about that throughout this conversation, sure. but it's interesting where modern luxury is now. No, I, I, I am curious to get into that, but I really want to dive into what exactly 
is the type of content and the different magazines that that you're in charge of now and, and what do you guys yeah, cover? cover absolutely so we've got in los angeles we have four magazines right okay. now that i oversee and really our staple um magazines right now are angelino magazine which is really our luxury lifestyle, uber luxury, catering to the very wealthy people that live in Los Angeles. Gotcha. You know, household income is about four hundred thousand. We target targeted we target homes uh, with a you know home value of about four million and up. So we really want to make sure the right people are reading the magazines. Obviously, for the content and for our advertisers' point of view, sure. where I want you know a big cooler in Beverly Hills to get a phone call from a qualified reader who can go in and, and purchase merchandise. So Angelino is really, we're fashion forward. We talk about, you know, jewelry. We talk about travel, dining, everything you need to know from the city point of view without with refraining from politics and sports and hard news. So really the luxury lifestyle magazine in LA is Angelino. And then our sister magazine is Los Angeles Confidential which is a recent um, purchase that Modern Luxury made last year. We, we actually bought our competitor, Niche Media, who you may know, they had Ocean Drive and Gotham and Hamptons. Yep. Now we're one happy family. And in LA, we have we had Angelino and Los Angeles Confidential competing against each other. So we just say, what can we do to keep these brands separate? So LA Confidential is really our inside, you know, the luxury through arts, an entertainment lens. So okay, we, we cater to a lot of award shows and, you know, the museums, the culture. Um, you know, we're doing, we're working on a big Grammys event right now. We do um, Emmys. And we also work a lot with some of the younger groups that are a part of, you know, the museum, the museums and the LA Opera. So we've done some really interesting things in LA Confidential. We did a big pride push in June celebrating our portraits of pride sure. and we kind of turned it to makers of tech to really the insight industry through arts and entertainment. That's Los Angeles confidential magazine. Then we have an interiors magazine, which caters to interior designers, architects, home design contractors, really catering to the uber wealthy people who are, you know, decorating their homes, building homes. So that's our interiors product, which is, Los Angeles, Orange County, and San Diego. So it's a Southern California magazine. Gotcha. And then we have a new magazine that we launched last year, um, Modern Luxury Beverly Hills, which is really in conjunction with the Beverly Hills Chamber. They came to us and said, we really would love to do a publication that you know represents the uber wealth of, of Beverly Hills. So they came to us, they really liked the format of what Angelino offered. So the magazine is strictly catering to Beverly Hills businesses and restaurants. So obviously Beverly Hills is our sister city to can. So we want to make sure that that publication, which is now an annual magazine, comes out in July, um, you know, fulfills those needs. So, you know, I'm pretty I'm a pretty busy guy with these brands. I but can imagine. They all, kind of speak, they all kind of speak to different people, which is really exciting for us. Sure. No, I, I think that's awesome, man. I, I love that. So in you've been in the space a really, really long time. And obviously, you've kind of seen trends come and go. But how do you see the state of the industry? Because it seems like magazine, at least a physical copy, was dying for a number of years. But it seems to me, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, 
that there's a huge resurgence in actually holding something physical. What are your thoughts on kind of the yeah. industry? And am I correct at all in that, in saying that? No, absolutely. And I'll kind of walk you through, you know, how we perceive print. And okay. obviously, being a, a luxury regional magazine company, what we do best is connect the local community to businesses. Sure. So for example, when the economy kind of crashed in 2008, you know, we, our local business kind of took a nosedive, but the national brand sort of stuck with us, like the, you know, the, the Pradas, the Cartiers, the Harry Winstons, because what they realized is that we could actually reach more local wealthy people in these cities like, you know, Miami and Los Angeles and Newport Beach and Chicago and Atlanta. And some of the national magazines maybe didn't have a higher population or circulation or simply couldn't get people into those doors. You know, so, for example, we do a lot of local events where, let's say, a luxury brand on Rodeo Drive, you know, they want to drive traffic and they want us to get, you know, 50 qualified potential um, customers in there. We could do that. Sure. So we kind of had the advantage being this sort of local 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 magazine that has sort of this national feel to it. Um, so that's kind of how we, we got through the trend. And literally now, um, our jobs are really connectors. We connect people through print, our print magazines, sure. through digital, through events, and through sponsorships. So, you know, I don't think print will ever die. I think our demographics right now are people who really like to look and touch and feel. But we also have a big digital reach of okay. individuals who are downloading Angelino on their iPads and iPhones and sure. LA Confidential on their computers. So it's interesting. The circulation stays the same, but we're getting a lot more readers who are reading the product through print and through digital. Does that answer the question? Yeah. No, I, I think it's quite fascinating. I, I think and, – and I'm just curious to, to know your thoughts on this is it seems like – why print is still become kind of relevant and i think it's kind of related to even like vinyl is there's almost so many choices when you load up an app like netflix or, or something like that you're almost overwhelmed but if you pick up something physical you just okay well you just have to focus on that right and so if somebody gets something in the mail especially kind of a magazine nowadays or or however they get it they feel like it's theirs, they own it, and now they need to, they want to kind of get in a corner or their room or wherever and just sit down and relax and focus on that one thing instead of spending 20 minutes deciding what to read or watch. Have you found that or, or what are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. I mean, I, you know, obviously we have, our average reader spends about 45 minutes on the magazine, right? So okay. for us, we feel people put down their uh, device, their iPhone or iPad, and really spend time reading the magazine because I think the style that we use is an oversized magazine, 10 by 12, okay. you know, and it feels very luxurious, almost like a coffee table book. Sure. So we always have to make sure that the content we have in there speaks to the reader. Yeah, and okay. I think, you know, you have Yelp reviews, you have this and the other, but I think it's always great to get the point of view from someone who really understands, you know, that type of business. Sure. And, you know, our hotel readership is really big for us because we're getting a lot of, you know, residents coming from Saudi Arabia and China who are staying at the big five-star luxury hotels. Uh, and it's great because they're the ones who are 
buying property and spending money in the restaurants and shopping and doing all that. So that's a great vehicle for us of print readers, you know? So it's, it's interesting when you have the right product, we know that it's something that, you know, everyone's going to want to read. And also, you know, I want to mention this one fact. When we started Modern Luxury, our CEO at the time had gone to a lot of charity events in town and would take pictures of individuals and he published them in our newsletter. It started in Chicago. So Chicago Social was our first publication. And then what happened was a lot of individuals would say, wait a minute, I'm in this magazine. I want to show my friends, right? And then the local businesses would say, my customers are in your newsletter. I want to put an ad in there. So it's sort of the idea of celebrating people and community. And that's really what we do now through our scene pages and coverage of events. And now we have capabilities where you can tag the issue and put it back on your, your Instagram and your Facebook. So obviously we're, we're an uber luxury lifestyle magazine, but people always want to be seen, especially out and about in cities like LA and New York. So, you know, we could provide all that through our, through our print and digital. So it's interesting when you think about, you know, we have the luxury businesses, but we also celebrate the people and that's what people like these days. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. So I'm curious though, how do you guys come up with fresh and new content? Is it a lot of reader request or are you guys doing research or you have people that handle that or how do you guys kind of stay relevant and make sure, you know, things are kind of new yeah. and fresh? Good question. So obviously we have an editorial calendar where we have different um, issues. We come out, you know, Andrew and it comes out 10 times a year. So we have a feast issue which celebrates all the dining. We have fall fashion. We have, you know, women of, women of influence. We have the luxe issue. So we have different themed issues. But from an advertising point of view, we've actually come up with some really interesting concepts for some of our advertisers and partners. For example, when I was living in Newport Beach and the economy, remember I mentioned the economy was kind of in, in, you know, in a downturn. Yeah. We defined a way to get local business up. So we started Power Players okay. at the time, which was an opportunity for attorneys and real estate agents and business owners to, you know, be celebrated in the issue where we do a photo shoot of them okay. to give them the opportunity to talk about their business, right? So we have a photo shoot. We could even dress them with one of our luxury brands. We could do their hair, their makeup, treat them like a celebrity. And then we have an event where we celebrate them at the event where they're honored they invite their five to 10 sphere uh -huh. of influence and you get a room full of qualified people, you know, and therefore their business grows and they have the opportunity to network. And now we're a true connector. So those are, those are some really great things that we offer at Modern Luxury is our special sections, advertorials, like power players and dynamic women and modern man and living legacies and icons of Beverly Hills. So we always have an opportunity for any business leader or truly anybody in business who would like to get out there in a unique way. So it's sort of interesting because it kind of takes on this idea of, you know, social media where everybody has a brand and everybody wants to be protective of that brand. So we give our clients the opportunity to really control it. They pick their photo, they, you know, our special sections editor, Matthew, he interviews them, but then they have the final say on what's written, what they, what they like to talk about. So we really give 
our clients complete control over how these sections look. And when you look at them, they're beautifully laid out. Sure. And, uh, you know, right now we've got dynamic women coming up and we have Melissa Rivers, Joan Rivers' daughters are sort of cool. celebrity dynamic women. And then we've got about 30 other women who we're going to celebrate on December 13th. And again, an opportunity to bring people together, connect them with other like-minded individuals and grow their business. You know, that's kind of, that's kind of the name of the game now for us. No, I think that's interesting. Yeah, I, I think that is an interesting perspective, right? Because I think so many people don't necessarily want to be sold to directly anymore. But if you can get them involved and, and help creating kind of an event and almost like a brand around themselves and then just put it out there, whether it's an event or online or in a magazine and all the above, they end up getting new clients or connections or and you never know where it's going to go, right? Where it's kind, it's not that, hey, buy me now kind of a thing. It's more of an experience and, and people that enjoy that experience end up wanting to do business or partnership or something with that person. Fair to say? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's interesting because, you know, the term salesperson takes on a different role at Modern Luxury, almost like my sales team or marketing analysts where we go in and we assess a customer and we figure out the best way to market them, whether it's through our print brands, whether it's through digital, a special section like dynamic women or modern men, or what events they may want to be a part of. Yeah. That's also something that was a big change. Now we had a, you know, like Porsche, for example, has a new launch coming out in December and they came to us and said, look, we want to put on this big event. So basically now we're event producers where you know, the beauty of us is that we could also provide coverage digitally and in print of the event. So, you know, again, it's sort of that connecting through all four vehicles. And, you know, anytime one of my marketing analysts comes to me with, with a proposal, I never want someone to just buy one ad, right? We want them to yeah. buy the brand, which is a 360-degree approach where it might be, a page in our Angelino brand and, you know, a social media post or a dedicated email. So, you know, our digital uh, scope has gotten is really interesting as well. And we can talk about that too. But, uh, you know, again, connecting people is what we do best. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's, it's quite fascinating. But how have you guys adapted some of this stuff over time? Is it a little bit of trial and error or is it, you're basically watching trends or you're just getting your readers to tell you, or how do you sure make sure that you guys are relevant and what you guys are doing will be successful? You know, good question. I mean, for us, I mean, when you see our brands, obviously we living in, I'll speak for Los Angeles and you know, there's 20 of me and all the other big cities, but for us, we always have a current, celebrity on the cover who's okay. doing something interesting it might be an a-lister um, or someone who's making a change and we sort of utilize our, our celebrity here in LA to kind of utilize the the current the currentness of the brand okay. so like for example we have you know um, a gal named Katherine Hahn who's in the new series Romanoffs on Netflix yeah she's on our cover Right. Okay. So we hosted a little celebratory cocktail party with her. We invite our top customers, right, to, to a cocktail party to have the chance to meet her. Right. So we always want to keep relevancy with our content. And it really starts with who we put on the cover. 
our Los Angeles Confidential magazine, we had Rami Malek who's playing, you know, Freddie Mercury in, sure. in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. It doesn't get any bigger than him right now. And we think he's going to have some big, you know, Oscar nods coming out. So, you know, he was part of a big event we did two weeks ago. One of our clients, um, Hamilton Watches, who do a behind the camera awards event where they give, you know, award, uh, awards out to the people behind the, the movies, like the cinematographer, or the director, or the costume designer. So we're a big part of that as well. And again, inviting our customers and our readers to be a part of something like that. So we always have to maintain um, what's happening now. And I think, it's, I think we do a really good job of it because we always have PR companies and publicists wanting to get their talent into our brands. So it's interesting. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I could see that because you guys have been around for so long and built such a reputation that everybody wants their stuff kind of in inside of your kind of brands or in your magazines or whatnot and, and at your events. It makes a lot of sense, right? And then those get publicity yeah, I, from outside press as well, right? Interesting. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the name of the game for us is, you know, we want to get as many press impressions as we can. Sure. utilizing, you know, Getty and Associated Press and all the other vehicles out there, because that's, that's great for our, our brand in general to be out there, especially for big clients who spend big sponsorship dollars, like big liquor companies that are a part of a big event. They want to see their brand on a step and repeat going out all over the world, you know, so it's important for us to keep that consistency. No, that, make, sure. that makes a lot of sense. So where do you kind of see the industry going because it's funny because to the younger generation, I think some of the biggest celebrities are probably people or probably people that most people have never heard of because they're a YouTube celebrity where they might not know an A-list Hollywood celebrity everywhere in between. But where do you kind of see the th things going or, or any trends that do you see coming up through that? You know, it's interesting. The influencers is definitely a big part of, of what we do as well. Like we did an event last year with Neiman Marcus and we had five influential women act as co-hosts, right? And we utilize their social media, but they become sort of guest influencers on the modern luxury media channels. And we see that it is important to, to engage with social media, but it's also not the only thing you should do, right? Sure. We feel... It's a big part of what you should do, but there's also print. There's also, you know, radio and TV. And we feel we want to give everybody a 360 approach. You know, interestingly enough, we're seeing our digital subscriptions grow quite a lot. Okay. And a lot of it has to do with millennials who are, you know, either making a lot of money in town, who sure. want access to our content and our advertisers, or even the um, aspirational market, who are people who may have graduated from college that you know, want to know the cool restaurants to go to. So they'll look up you know, LA Confidential online and go to our website or see what's cooking. You know, and then we also have you know, sort of, I'll say maybe like the 55 to 60 year old who may want to know what the hip, cool vinyl shop in Silver Lake is, right? Uh, okay. Cool to know about. So you know, we feel like we're something for everybody. But okay. there definitely has been a shift and our digital subscriptions are definitely growing and we're seeing some trends there as well. Sure. And then how much time are you guys spending on social media? It's got to be very relevant to you guys. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we obviously with some of the celebrity events that we do and even events for clients, it's always important to include, 
the tags and social media and everything else that we're doing. So it's a big part of what we're doing, obviously. And you know, like I said before, we've had guest um, Instagrammers who have taken over the takeover idea of them utilizing yeah. our channels to reach their people is definitely a big part of it. But you know, modern luxury in general has always been about who many, not how many. Because again, we want to make sure our brand is getting into the hands of the right person, right? So, sure. you know, as like the social media is really more for the aspirational or the per, you know, the person who may eventually have the money to be a part of the modern luxury family. So, you know, it's interesting how we look at it. But again, we, we are definitely controlled on who we want reading our publications and getting our brand to. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I, I also think then, do you guys have a dedicated team or, or people that just work on social media kind of full time? Or is it just part of somebody's job? Yeah, well, we just hired a VP of social media, okay. Lou Lewis, who comes from the radio world. Our, our owners of Modern Luxury started in the radio world, Cumulus Media, okay. the Dickey Brothers. So there's uh, Michael, Lou, John, and David. And Lori worked for the radio, uh, the radio group for years. And she just came on board about six months ago. But really, our marketing team and our editors um, are the ones who really oversee the social media. Let's say my editor-in-chief is at a luncheon for you know, a new Chanel perfume. She'll utilize that to do an Instagram story or a Facebook post. So, you know, we, it's almost like we have our own true brand ambassadors. Interesting. Within our, our magazine group. So it's, it's interesting that we have so many people that really can do the takeovers and that are not celebrities or not influencers. So we feel that we're influencers as well. Sure. So at what point do you guys decide to jump onto something that's maybe a little bit more trendy? Like if the new social media network pops up, do you guys have to be on it right away? Do you guys wait a bit? Or how do you decide trends to follow or not follow? You know, it's interesting. I feel, you know, this is just from my own point of view. Sure. When, you know, Facebook for me, when it came out, was really about connecting with friends, okay. right? Yeah. Um, we don't see a big push on our media channels on Facebook as far as business goes with likes and all those types of things. Sure. Our big, our biggie right now is Instagram, where we're seeing a lot of play coming from Instagram. Twitter, you know, I, I'm not really sure what to make of Twitter, but we're also hearing that you know Snapchat stories are also kind of on the rise. And again, we may use Snapchat to reach sort of that aspirational market, but we're, we're kind of toying with it. But right now I'd say, you know, Instagram is sort of the biggest one. And, you know, we've got other digital vehicles that have been truly remarkable that I can sort of talk to you about now if you're interested sure, in yeah, doing very about much a, a so. So we have um, a product called Luxury Suite okay. that launched last year. Okay. And really it's an interesting post, and it's been really interesting as far as giving our clients names, addresses, and individuals who are interested in, the, in, their, in their brand. So okay. how it works is four facets right now. We have an automotive called, called Luxury Auto. I'm sorry, Luxury Drive. We have a wedding, Luxury Wedding. Okay. Luxury Listing is a real estate. And then we have Luxury Retail. And how it works, for example, let's say I go to an automotive company, I could say to them, we can provide you an up-to-date list of individuals who are searching 
for luxury cars over the past seven days. Gotcha. So we act, we've got a database of about 90 million um, individuals who wow. search actively that we update, you know, every two weeks. So wow. we'll say that, let's say it's Beverly Hills BMW, for example. Okay. They want to target, you know, people within a five mile radius that are searching for luxury cars. So we send an email out to that group, a dedicated email from the business, not from modern luxury, um, clicks on it or, or shows some sort of engagement. We send a follow-up email to that individual. And while that's happening on their Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, an ad will pop up. Also an ad will pop up on any family friendly sites. Like if you're going on CNN or auto trader or any of those, an ad will pop up for that dealership. And then what we do is when they click again on there, we provide the customer with a, a warm lead list. So let's say, okay. which includes name, address, email that they could use to either add to their database or they could utilize for their salespeople to give a call to and say, Hey, we saw that you were interested in looking at luxury cars. We've got a brand new BMW. How about you come in on Tuesday at 10, right? So again, it's giving our clients sort of this, this uh, direct response to a campaign done through modern luxury. So the, the digital is really growing and we're seeing a big trend, especially in real estate with individuals looking for, you know, million dollar homes in specific cities that we could, you know, we could target all those people. And it's simply remarkable how, how the whole program works. Yeah. No, That's that, sort of a, a new trend in, in our being connectors in the community. No, I, I think that makes a lot of sense, right? Because cold calling and, and non-targeted trying to find people is a huge amount of work, right? And if you guys can provide that to, you know, your customers or your clients, I, I think it makes a lot of sense from for both sides, right? Yeah. And you have the data. And I think as you guys collect more data over the coming years and you have more people sign up, you guys will, it just gets more and more powerful, right? And your access and your reach just gets more and more valuable to people that want to leverage that, right? For their brands and their business. Absolutely. Yeah. Completely agree. Interesting. So is there any other platforms that you guys have tried or looking to try such as maybe VR or AI or augmented reality or something like that? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. We're toying with, I recently went to, I'm, I'm a big like health and fitness kind of guy. I enjoy working out and taking care of myself and eating right and all that kind of stuff. So I recently went to an event about three months ago at a celebrity trainer's home. Okay. And I noticed that there's a big trend in health and fitness. And we're going to be launching our first ever Modern Luxury Wellness Weekend in March, where we're going to go after yogis and Pilates and you know, doc, uh, doctors and nutritionists and chefs who cater to, you know, that market. We're going to create a really cool event where we could give the opportunity to some of our partners to be a part of something kind of new. And we'll do a panel. We might do a virtual reality. We might do some sort of exper experiential opportunity at this event. So we're going to toy with this this year and sort of our, our Q1 focus is going to be sort of this new year, new you idea. And, and, Take, taking care of yourself. And I think that's something that we're going to grow. And if it's successful here, we'll launch it in, in some of the other markets that we have. I know last year, you know, we did our first ever 
Pride event, which was really okay. the only luxury Pride event in Los Angeles. I was on KTLA. They interviewed yeah. me. Very cool. And we had, it's really interesting, we had um, Laverne Cox, who's sure. sort of our celebrity yeah. co-host, Justin Tyler Ferguson and Wilson Cruz and Anthony Rapp and a couple other really big LGBT um, individuals who give a lot back. We partnered with Glad. Yeah. And we also went after uh, businesses who either are LGBT leaders or support LGBT. It should really be everybody. Sure. And we called Agreed. the Portraits of Pride and we celebrated these individuals. And honestly, we had so much press. And, you know, it was really the, the first time a, a luxury magazine that really catered to the Pride uh, community. And we're going to be doing it again this year. And other markets that of modern lungs are going to take the approach to. And again, something provided something a little bit different, something interesting, because that's what we want to do. We want to provide great content. We want people to be talking and we want to drive results to our, our advertisers. Sure. Well, and I think just being a part of um, many communities is really cool, right? And probably more exciting for you guys as well, right? To just get out there, meet new types of people in different spaces with different kind of backgrounds and lifestyles. That's got to be just fascinating in itself, right? Oh, completely. You know, it's interesting, even with you know, when I mentioned those sort of uh, special sections like the power players and modern men, sure. I'll always say to one of my you know, salespeople, look, you could go into a gas station and find an owner, right? We could yep. find something for anybody. The owner of a gas station might be somebody who gives to a lot of charities. Yep. Let's put them in our living legacy section, right? That's somebody that our, our community wants to know about. So we always try to find something relevant for any type of business, right? Sure. Our luxury suite product that we mentioned, yep. that's perfect for anyone looking for, you know, a, a $20,000 Chevrolet. That's somebody interested in looking for, you know, $120,000 Mercedes. So we have something really for, for everybody. And the digital is really how we, we utilize that type of market. So it's interesting how things have changed over, over time. But, sure. you know, I'm proud of what we're doing. And yeah. uh, we've got a great team behind us and behind every great leader is a, is a, is a team. Sure. So we're thrilled of, of how things are going. No, that's great, man. So I'm curious, though, how do you decide what gets posted online right away? What maybe makes it into the magazine or kind of one in the same? Like you, you might post something online early and then in a magazine or, or how do you decide kind of which mediums your content goes on? So it really depends. Um, okay. Obviously, selling something online is, is the most current way to do it. Yeah. So we really focus on one first. Yeah. Um, and then our in book, like for example, we had our Emmy celebration with Elizabeth Moss from The Handmaid's Tale. Okay. So we had sure. this beautiful event. We had um, some, some great partners involved. So the, you know, the night of the event, we did all the social media with Elizabeth and, and our VIPs and her cast. Then we um, had it online the following day. Okay. And then the following month, we did a great recap uh, of okay. the Emmy celebration in the magazine, right? So that's sort of the party, the party play. But look, we work with a lot of great PR companies who are constantly approaching us with really wonderful customers who are very newsworthy. So obviously, if we're our editorial team find something fascinating, something kind of new and exciting, you better believe we'll put it in the magazine. You know? So there's always, always opportunities, again, because we want to provide fresh content 
in our publications. And, you know, our editors are out there too, but we're always keeping our eyes out for new things. So, you know, I welcome any brands or any companies that would like to be a part of the modern luxury family to always reach out to us and, and present opportunities. Because look, you scratch my back, we scratch yours. That's how things work. And we want to make sure that we, we give everyone the fair chance of getting their products featured into our publications, obviously, if they make sense. Yeah, no, that's fair. And, and doing something kind of mutually beneficial makes a lot of sense. Um, when If somebody reaches out to you guys, though, do you guys kind of help them um, create the idea and how to work together? Or does somebody necessarily just pitch their idea and you guys say, yeah, we're into it? Or is it a bit of both? Or you guys are kind of open to whatever? You know, I mean, for me, and I'm, you know, obviously we keep the separation of church and state. Sure. We're not a, a pay-to-play uh, right. type of magazine. So, yeah. you know, my editors are the ones who, you know, if I get approached, I, I certainly suggest they reach out to our editorial team if they want to copy me on it, or I think it's something newsworthy. I can go in and say, hey, this, this makes a lot of sense. But um, really, it's up to our editorial team and our, our VP of editorial, Stephanie Davis-Smith out of New York, she oversees all the content and all the publications that we do and all the markets. So, you know, but again, it's up to the individual to take the effort to present something that's on brand. I mean, we've had, you know, last week we had somebody present, you know, a book on birdseed. I mean, clearly they don't know our brand. They don't know our, what we're all about. And, you know, that's something that we, we, you know, not not get ourselves involved with you know but a brand new you know jewelry piece that you know harry winston's doing or a cool new resort or an awesome restaurant that just opened up or a new real estate listing that's you know amazing those are the things that we're interested in got you yeah so it needs to fit under your one of your brands it makes total sense i I get that and you guys probably get some wild requests sometimes which makes yeah I, i get that but we're kind of coming to the end of the show. So do you maybe want to close with mentioning where people can get more information about uh, Modern Luxury and any of the other brands we talked about today? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So we have our website is modernluxury.com. And then uh, obviously our social media for Angelino is uh, Instagram is at Angelino Magazine. Los Angeles Confidential's Instagram is at LAC Magazine. I'm always open on social media at Christopher Gia. So it's uh, Christopher and then G-I-A. Or simply, you know, shoot us an email in our publications. Um, my email is on my, my publisher's page. So feel free to reach out. I'm always open to, you know, talk. Obviously, as you can tell, I, I love to talk, so I don't stop talking <laughs> sometimes. I'm always open for any discussion. And, uh, you know, that's sort of how to reach us. So modernluxury.com. And then if you want to download our digital editions, you can go to media.modernluxury.com and you can see all the specific magazines and all the cities that we're in. Very cool, man. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time of your day to be on the show and I look forward to keeping in touch with you and have a good rest of your day, man. Oh, you too, Kevin. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it and have a great week. Thanks, you too. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Please visit our website at buildingthefutureshow.com to join the free community, sign up for our newsletter, or to sponsor the show. The music is done by Electric Mantra. You can check him out at electricmantra.com. And keep building the future.